Hello and welcome to another teaching from 119 Ministries. Our ministry believes that the whole Bible is still true and directly related to our lives today. If you would like to learn more about what we believe and teach, please visit us at testeverything.net. We hope you enjoy studying and testing the following teaching. I remember speaking to a Sunday school teacher one morning about the vision Peter had in Acts chapter 10. This is the vision where Peter saw all kinds of animals coming down from heaven in a sheet and heard a voice saying to kill and eat. Yet Peter refused. When I told him that this was about the Gentiles, he looked at me with a blank face and said, I've never thought about that before. His whole premise of understanding Acts chapter 10 was on the basis of food and food only. The sad part of this is that the purpose of this vision has nothing to do with food. Let's read the text. Acts chapter 10, verses 9 through 17. And on the next day, as they were on their way and approaching the city, Peter went up on the housetop about the sixth hour to pray. And he became hungry and was desiring to eat. But while they were making preparations, he fell into a trance. And he beheld the sky opened up, and a certain object like a great sheet coming down, lowered by four corners to the ground. And there were in it all kinds of four-footed animals and crawling creatures of the earth and birds of the air. And a voice came to him, saying, Arise, Peter, kill and eat. But Peter said, by no means, Lord, for I have never eaten anything unholy and unclean. And again, a voice came to him a second time. What God has cleansed, no longer consider unholy. And this happened three times, and immediately the object was taken up into the sky. Now while Peter was greatly perplexed in mind as to what the vision which he had seen might be, Behold, the men who had been sent by Cornelius, having asked directions for Simon's house, appeared at the gate. I've heard some say, if God didn't want Peter to eat the unclean animals in the sheet, then why did he tell him to? With this in mind, then why did God tell Abraham to kill Isaac? Did he really want Abraham to kill his son? Of course not. Consider the fact how even Peter was curious as to the meaning of the vision. Acts chapter 10, verse 17. Now while Peter was greatly perplexed in mind as to what the vision which he had seen might be, now, why couldn't Peter just accept it at face value? Why was he perplexed for the meaning? If you were given a vision of a sheet coming down from heaven filled with innocent people and a gun, and then you heard a voice say, take the gun, shoot, and murder. Would your response not be the same as Peter's? Why? Because you consider that a basic command of the Lord to abide by. Would you not be disturbed by the vision knowing that he commanded you to do something that you know is contrary to his word? Likewise for Peter, this was a basic and elementary command for Hebrew. And if unclean animals were now clean for food, why all these years later after Christ was Peter still not eating unclean animals? 
He made it very clear that he had never eaten such an animal and had no intention to eat those that were on that sheet. He saw the vision three times, and funny, three Gentiles came to the door. Verse 28 shows Peter's conclusion to the meaning of the vision. Acts chapter 10, verse 28. But God has shown me that I should not call any man impure or unclean. Food was never mentioned as a part of the interpretation as to what God was showing him. Never. Peter had not eaten any of these unclean animals all this time since Yeshua. Doesn't it make sense that if the vision was to conclude the cleansing of unclean animals for food, that Peter would have made mention of this? Like Peter, we need to stay grounded in the Word so we do not allow ourselves to be carried away by error. The vision of the unclean animals representing Gentiles and then becoming wholly set apart is not unique. The prophets already spoke of this using the same exact language. Hosea chapter 2, verse 18. And in that day will I make a covenant for them with the beasts of the field and with the fowls of heaven and with the creepy things of the ground. And I will break the bow and the sword and the battle out of the earth and will make them to lie down safely. Then five verses later, Hosea chapter 2, verse 23, And I will sow her unto me in the earth, and I will have mercy upon her that had not obtained mercy. And I will say to them which are not my people, Thou art my people. And they shall say, Thou art my God. In the time of Hosea, did they believe the vision to be about unclean animals becoming clean? No. Of course not. God reveals his plan to the prophets first, according to Amos chapter 3, verse 7. Peter was not receiving anything new, just something that was already established as true. Even when Peter explains it all to the brothers in Jerusalem as found in chapters 11, verses 1 through 18, nothing is mentioned regarding food. Again, never. Peter even informed the brothers of his refusal to eat the unclean animals in the vision he had from Yahweh. Acts chapter 11, verse 8. But I said, By no means, Lord, for nothing unholy or unclean has ever entered my mouth. If the other brothers were eating unclean animals under the belief of the Lord calling them clean, would Peter's confession to refuse the Lord be an embarrassment to him? As it is, Peter uses it for his defense to the brothers that he was being obedient to the written word of God. Look at the conclusion decided by the brothers in Jerusalem. Acts chapter 11, verse 18. When they heard this, they had no further objections and praised God, saying, So then, God has granted even the Gentiles repentance unto life. Not one thing mentioned about unclean animals as food here. Not one. This is one of the few visions where we actually receive the interpretation in the text itself. Not once, but twice. What sense does it make to inject our own interpretation of the vision and ignore the interpretation given to us? Twice. Not only this, the implication is clear through it all that Peter and the disciples continued in the dietary instructions found in the law. Think about it. It would have been equally huge news to the Jews to hear that unclean animals were now considered food. So why is it not made mention of? 
because that wasn't the purpose of the vision. The whole purpose of the vision was to get the Jews out from under the influence of the Pharisees and the teachers of the law. Look at what Peter said when he arrived at the house of Cornelius. Acts chapter 10, verse 28. He said to them, You are well aware that it is against our law for a Jew to associate with a Gentile or visit him. But God has shown me that I should not call any man impure or unclean. Nowhere in the scriptures do we find this to be true. This was not Yahweh's law. It was man's law. This was an oral law passed down from the Pharisees, also known today as the Talmud. In the Talmud, it says, Why are the goyim, goyim means Gentiles, why are the goyim unclean? Because they eat abominable things and animals that crawl on the belly. Likewise, we also read in the Talmud, why are the goyim unclean? Because they were not present at Mount Sinai. For when the serpent entered into Eve, he infused her with uncleanliness. But the Jews were cleansed from this when they stood at Mount Sinai. The goyim, however, who were not on Mount Sinai, were not cleansed. It was the Pharisees' law that commanded the Gentiles were to be considered unclean, not God's law. And so, the Father brought this vision to bring his people back to the true meaning of who Israel is to be, as stated in the book of Numbers. Numbers chapter 15, verses 15 through 16. The community is to have the same rules for you and for the alien living among you. This is a lasting ordinance for the generations to come. You and the alien shall be the same before the Lord, Yahweh. The same laws and regulations will apply both to you and the alien living among you. Peter's understanding of this vision corrects this false Talmudic understanding about Gentiles being unclean. So, if there is any question as to what the true interpretation of the vision of Acts chapter 10 might be, let's remember to allow Scripture to directly tell us. Acts chapter 10, verse 28. And he said to them, You yourselves know how unlawful it is for a Jew to associate with or to visit anyone of another nation. But God has shown me that I should not call any person common or unclean. The correct interpretation of Acts chapter 10 is again repeated in Acts chapter 11. Acts 11, verse 18. And they glorified God, saying, Then to the Gentiles also, God has granted repentance that leads to life. Again, Peter's vision is one of the few visions in Scripture in which we are literally told the correct interpretation, not just once, but actually twice. Despite that, many today mistakenly think that Peter's vision is about food. The reality is that the Father was simply teaching Peter that it's okay to associate with Gentiles despite what the Pharisees might think and teach. We hope that you have enjoyed this teaching. Remember, continue to test everything. Shalom. It is because of you, our generous supporters, who make it possible to offer these high-quality teachings completely free of charge. If you feel led to support 119 Ministries so that we can continue this effort, please visit testeverything.net 
and click on the Support 119 tab. Learn how you can partner with us to take the whole Word of God to the nations.